Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Look at all. We're going to regionals. so good. We've got rookie of the season. New rookie of the season in a comedy mashup that you did not know that you needed. But now that it's here, it's going to be Jones in for this. Every week. So horny for the Oh my God. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Will You Accept This Rose. My name is Arda Marine, coming to you from my bougie garage in Los Angeles, California. They did it again. Bachelor in Paradise is, is really bringing us the entertainment that we have been craving for the past two years in its hiatus. With us today are three people on earth who have never seen a season of Bachelor in Paradise until now. They are, I'm going to say, our protégés. <laughs> they they came in hot on uh, the, the the previous season of uh, The Bachelorette. They agreed to watch Bachelor in Paradise. Um, and now we also have a newcomer to the podcast who killed it so hard last week that we thought, wouldn't it be fun to bring her on with her co-star? I'm going to start out with... Um, they were our rookies of the season during Katie season. And let me tell you, they won my heart. They won your hearts. They got all of your roses. They made it to all of your boom, boom rooms and a visit with Neil Lane. You know them as the Doughboys. I know them as my friends, Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell, also star of The Tomorrow War, which is important for our next introduction. Hello, Nick and Mitch. How are you? Hi. Oh, yeah. What's up? What's happening? Thanks for having us. Oh, my God. I'm going to go to Weiger Very excited. First. Wagger, now you were the one who was like just naturally feeling like I'm excited to see what this paradise is all about. Has it <laughs> oh, delivered yeah. in the way? Like has all your pre your preseason training for this paid off? This show has saved my marriage. Um, <laughs> we have we have we have an activity we can both enjoy. Oh. We're watching the show. Uh, it's it's a, a tw- twice a week. It's yeah. appointment TV for both of us. We're watching this live and and yes. loving it and talking yes. about it. It's yes. great. Do you and your wife have different points of view of what's going on? No, I think we're largely on the same page. I think we <laughs> largely love and loathe the same people. And I think is that's she, part of why it's such a fun viewing experience. Is she new to the franchise as well? Are you both like seeing this all for the first time? Yeah. Well, this oh. is I have you to thank oh, because you got us both into this. I love like this she so was much. she's so grateful to have the bachelor oh. in her life. And like we're both obsessed with Bachelor Nation now uh, look, looking at contestants so, social media profiles. Like, what this. am I doing? Oh, I love this for you guys. It yeah. truly thrills me. And now we're talking to a man who I'm going to say his commitment to this podcast is so appreciated because I know that he doesn't <laughs> have the natural. He's not hooked on crack like Nick. Like he's not looking at he's not looking at he doesn't he didn't catch it like for whatever reason somebody tries cocaine once they can do it socially somebody else tries cocaine and they're like give me all the cocaine that's nick mitch is like i can socially do cocaine um Mm -hmm. but he did but he did go on a bender for us and he 
Did you feel as crazy? So he watched every episode of this. So that's five, that's 10 hours minimum, maybe 11 hours of programming that he's watched in the last three days. Bachelor in Paradise, do you feel crazier now or when you did the Doathon, which was 25 hours of nonstop podcasting and eating fast food? Which did you feel worse doing? I'm, I'm less tired now, but feel crazier for sure. I, the, the, it was like, a, it was a mad. This whole week was just a mad dash. Like yeah. I knew it was I, I I said right before the podcast started, but it it's like watching all three. It's like watching the Godfather saga, one, two, and three, <laughs> the extended versions. It's so long. Yes. But I gotta admit, I do like this more. I, I was enjoying this. This show is a lot of it's a lot of fun. I you like it was, more than the Godfather. I, I, I like I think it's better than the Godfather. It's definitely more important than the Godfather. It's better cinema. And I will say now you understand. Why we what we only watch The Bachelor and Bachelorette to get to know the farm teams. Like it's mm-hmm. just getting to know the roster. We need to know the lineup. We need right. to know the backgrounds of the players, what we're dealing with. Okay, so with us is a woman. She's the rookie of the season on but she she'd never been on the podcast before. She'd not she hadn't really done much Bachelor until uh, Matt James's season and she came in hot with the text to me and she's like, I need to be in your podcast. I need somebody to talk to about it. And then she was on with Bill and Brenda last week, loving it, killing it. And she's she was so great. I was like, let's do two weeks in a row. Because guess what? Yeah, you know her from twenty four. You know, you know her uh from the Larry Sanders show. More importantly, you know her as Mike Mitchell's co-star on The Tomorrow Wars. They're both action heroes. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. a brilliant stand-up comedian, Mary Lynn Ricecob. Thank you. Mike Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> no, he was that movie on like Amazon packages and someone was at an event. She's like, I got a free bag with The Tomorrow War on yes. it. I was like, yes, enjoy. Can I just say my mini arc of this yeah. Bachelor in Paradise. Thank sure. you for having me on again. I do need to talk about it. When a week passes, when I started these two episodes, I have to admit, I was a little bit like, oh, like I, I had almost like forgotten. Right. And I was like, man, am I even into this? By the time I got to the end of these two episodes, <laughs> it's like, I am so in. Yeah, you're Nick Weiger. So you're Weiger it. You're Weiger level of it. Goes past like the <laughs> bitey, like weird makeouts, and now that it's into like emotional sabotage, psychological. I'm like, it's horny musical enough. chairs. It's I want to go there and like be on the beach and be there and pull the chair away. It's horny musical chairs. Truly, my biggest dream on earth is to be a contestant on this program. I oh. I mean, I would love Sorry. it. Yeah. I already yelled that out. I, I, I couldn't help myself. You were like, no, don't do it. You don't think that's a good idea? I wouldn't I do just, it. I'm too old. Arden, it, have it, you like fantasized about what you're like a entrance you know, would do that like a quirk? Oh. Not, not like your makeout or your boom oh, boom. No, like no, no. I say or do that. Well, here's the thing. I would never do. I would never thrive in this environment. I don't do well like competing for affection. I would just fold in on myself. And I've already thought I would pick an outfit wrong. All of our longtime listeners know my my entrance outfit would be all wrong because I would panic and I'd go for something fun. Like I'd want to show my legs, but I'd still want it to look like an elegant party. And I'd do like a mullet dress. So I'd have like really 
short in the front with like a ball gown in the back, like hot pink. <laughs> it would be just a mess. And then I know I would go like making joke. It would be everything that's the like the side of me that I've like tried to be like, hey, you don't have to do that anymore. Like who you are is enough. You don't need to lead with the like it's okay. You don't need to like yeah. skin plate. I could I would I would be so out of my league genetically, visually, that I would um I would really start to panic. <laughs> that all these these hunks are so jacked and yeah. so mm-hmm. cut at once. Like they're so there's so little yeah. body fat and so much muscle mass. Yeah. I think the only outfit I could wear mm-hmm. is the classic depression era barrel with a strap. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but if you look, Joe, grocery store Joe, who's clearly in his own spiral tailspin, mm-hmm. I think a real guy actually seems to do well in this franchise. Yeah, true. But Joe is such a I mean, he's, he's, he's still very hot. Guys. Yeah. He's a, I, I do like I do like when they bring like an alpha hunk, like they brought the yes. bachelor bachelor. Yes. I don't want to jump into the episode, but they bring in like oh. and then to see the alphas, people oh. who are alphas compared Peacock to everyone game. else on earth. Yeah, oh, and then yeah. compared to the people who are like alpha alphas and then see them, it's great. I mean, it's like it, it brings them down to earth a little bit. It's, it's awesome. So, yeah. Exactly. When they were like, wait, we didn't think we could get out match, and now we're like the loser freshman. Here comes the cool senior girl. Before we get mm. going, I need to bring in, I need to enter into this conversation. Our queens, our production team, without whom we could not do this. We adore them. Their opinions are so, like, needed and passionate. And I know they're feeling coming in hot about last night's episode. We have the resident physician of the podcast, Dr. Anna Tana Banana Hosni, coming to us from the background of what appears to be some beach town somewhere. Hi, Tana. Hi, doctor. Where are you? (laughs) It's Laguna Beach, I think. Great. Wow. And also, and Katie Levine coming in hot, telling everybody to vote, and we love that. We yes, got to keep, vote. we got to keep it, <laughs> keep it classy on vote for the vote on the recall. Yeah, not September fourteenth for the recall. Yes, exactly. Yes. However you want to vote. Okay, here we go. Um, we're starting out. Aaron and Thomas fighting on the beach. What's so great about it? It's here's two people that are basically the same person, except Thomas doesn't give a fuck. And Aaron gives right. all the fucks. And Aaron is a mouth breather. And Aaron's obsession with Thomas. I truly think deep down inside he must be in love with Thomas. I've never seen somebody so focused on – like the, the more he cares, the less Thomas cares. And I loved when he was like, dude, that was – bro, that wasn't cool. It was on my day bed in front of me. And I loved when Thomas goes, you know what? I'm so fucking glad it did. I didn't know it was going to happen, but I'm so fucking glad it did. And like Aaron said, I was like, oh, what? bro, that is not. She will live to regret this. You do not disrespect Aaron. I'm Aaron. Like everything about Aaron. Um, who wants to take it first? I think like Mary Lynn, talk to us about the, about the battle of the bros. I mean, anytime you say you, you do not disrespect yeah. Oh, and then Aaron, I like I had to take notes because there was so much happened. I'm a laughing <laughs> I'm a laughing stock. Mm-hmm. I printed it out, actually. I actually got an entire let me see if I found it. Wait a minute. I think I printed out oh no, maybe I didn't get it. it. It's almost like Aaron is so bad at handling anything he doesn't like or he doesn't want that he's not good for the franchise. But then that makes him the best because he's such a like goal. He's like, people pity me. They feel sorry for me. You know what pity is? Feeling sorry for who I am. You betrayed my trust, Tammy. This is malicious. I feel like a 
fucking idiot. That's why people have trust issues and shit like this. And Crazy Tammy is like, boy, bye. I don't give a fuck. Nick Weiger, take it away. I just such a big part of this is how Thomas is larger than Aaron. I feel like Aaron just is very insecure by being just like out alpha physically by a dude who is larger and honestly hotter. Like Thomas is so, so hot. He is Aaron, but like pumped up. He's like Aaron, but extra. And he and and Aaron knows that. Um, I don't know when at what point this this line comes, but this was one that that Natalie, uh, my wife, this was her favorite thing in the episode. Uh. He's just a big body trash can referring they, to Thomas. They can't stop talking about human trash cans, human trash, yes. trash bag behavior. Here it is. Ready? Each is a dumpster fire. The, yeah. fact that she, <laughs> the fact that she does that with you and with me is already blowing my mind. And now on the day of the rose ceremony, I haven't talked to anyone but her. Now she's straddling and kissing the guy I had the most beef with. He says to him, I didn't. Yes. And then. Thomas goes, I didn't know it was going to happen, but I'll see right now to your face. I'm so fucking glad it did. And then Tammy's like, I'm trying to work it out. And then he goes, I'm humiliated. I'm a laughingstock. It's a joke. I'm involved with you emotionally. You have a responsibility. You completely sacrificed everything we had built and you will regret it like no other. I promise you because he is not a good person. He's not. I've seen it firsthand. And he's like, Tammy's malicious and selfish. I feel like a fucking idiot. Mike Mitchell. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Have you ever felt this passionate about anything on earth? <laughs> no, never. And that's why I'm not on this island. I live the life I live. I I, I think that. So I liked T- like Tammy was one of my favorites. And then when this all went down, I didn't really like Tammy anymore. But yeah, but 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 I kind of was like and I've heard that on her season. She was kind of she was wild, too. Like, this is kind of normal behavior for Tammy. Yeah, but. My my thought with Thomas and that like when Thomas first came in, I was like, maybe I like Thomas because he makes all these kind of dorks upset and these guys are dorks and I don't know if I like them. But then I also didn't like Thomas. It was I, kind of a combo of the t- like Thomas also sucks. So I think I just I wanted to see them beat the shit out of each other. And I was kind of sad that they yeah. did. What the fun of Thomas I'm realizing is and why he's so infuriating is he is so tall and so handsome. And I think he also I think there's no there there. Like, I think he's right. yeah. a dumb dumb who's also like a cyborg. He'll just see whatever it takes. Oh, my God. I don't think he's malicious. I think he's I literally think there's just no there there. And he'll just do whatever it takes. But he also doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's not heated. He's just i think he'll just a yes man he'll say what and and dr banana is this a psychopath as a doctor what would you say what is this <laughs> oh i'm not i don't i have no skill to diagnose him as what do you think about what do you think about Tom, like but do you think he's just no, sort of like a fun Thomas it's just like an overly confident dude who's been like treated like the you know six six king that he is and yeah. that comes out in every word that he says right yeah. Katie Levine, I need to hear from you, my friend. How are you feeling after watching the Thomas Aaron mouth breathing Tammy human dumps, human garbage trash can fire? First of all, I'm going to start telling people they're displaying human trash bag behavior. I just think that's such a great line. I'm adopting (laughs) that immediately. Um, I mean, Aaron is just obsessed and he can't let go and he just needs to move away. But Thomas, I think. I think Thomas kind of came in here wanting to be a villain and wanting to stir shit up and he's just relishing in it. But I don't know if I would say he's like actually, you know, 
They a said psychopath. Thomas is a big body trash can. That's right. That's yeah. what Nick just said. <laughs> a big body trash can. They Mary, loathe him so much. Yeah. They, the the they guys from that. his season hate him. Yeah, that's what the guys him. were saying about him. That's yeah. what Aaron said. The big body trash can. Okay, the thing about Thomas, I agree with Arden that his he has such a nice smile. Yes. Like even when I don't like yeah. what he's saying or doing, he is mesmerizing. Like yes. oh no. He's so good looking that it's like I don't think he's malicious. I, I, I don't think he's ever had to. He's never. And I'm no doctor, but I'm going to go there psychologically. He's never had to act a different way in his life. He's never been challenged. I mean, we can't, you touched on that a second ago, but because he's so looking, he's never had to adapt his behavior right. because he just smiles and you're just like, what? Like, I, don't- <laughs> I, I also don't think he's the brightest bulb on the street. Like, no, I just- and that is why he's perfect for the show because he doesn't care and he doesn't get mad. And the he doesn't second, care. He Aaron, doesn't all care. Aaron has is like hot emotions and like, my mommy's not telling me I'm number one right now. Well, and anytime, if you're Aaron and you're saying, he is not a good person about Thomas. Guess what? You just became not a good person. Aaron keeps talking about wanting to like punch people. He calls people cancer. He says people need to die. Like his language. He's known. He's known. He's known as the funny one. Aaron is. I'm like, Aaron's the funny one. I couldn't. When that (laughs) happened, I'm sure all of us, anybody that does comedy is like, Oh, let me let me at that beach. I don't know. Aaron is malicious, but in his brain, whereas Thomas just sees a a funny one, his own smile in his own brain. That's what Thomas sees. Aaron sees like, why are people doing this to me? Must get violent. Like he doesn't know. Katie, I see Katie leaning in. and I need to hear what Katie wants to say. I'm I'm just curious, like Tammy is at fault there, too. She yeah. straddled him. Oh, 100%. I mean, Tammy's, yeah, sure. Tammy's bad yeah. news. No, he straddled. Yeah, Dr. Like, Banana, they do you remember? Bed, but he, she straddled him. Dana, Dr. Banana, could you do a little like Googling to Anna, see? Anna, I'm now Dana. It's changed from Tana to Dr. <laughs> Banana to Dana. Dana, can you do it? Dana, Dana, can you? Dana, Dr. Dana, Tana, Tana, yeah. Dana, can yeah. you, Dr. Dana, can you? Um, can you Google and see exactly, remind us what Tammy did on her season? I feel like I remember it was with that. I feel like there was another blonde Lexi. I feel like she fought with on Peter's season. She got in a fight originally with the girl who got bullied online because of like racist stuff. I forget exactly what her name is, unfortunately. Okay. And then, and then Victoria P, the one that left for having a boyfriend, she right. was also involved in the Tammy mess. Oh, it's because she told Kelsey she was taking pills. Right. That's right. And everyone came for Tammy, and Tammy's right. like, Why are you coming for me? This bitch is on pills. And everyone's right. like, That's Kelsey, right. The pills are all. The pills are all. See, some, that's, that's my whole thing was like, I liked Tammy, and I was like, She seems kind of like the most cool. And then going into this and then when all this went down and she even made like a joke to Thomas afterwards, like, I wonder who I'm giving my rose to, like within minutes of all this going down. And then it made me question if the New Orleans girl was actually nice because she got the New Orleans girl to leave the week before. 
And I like I was on Tammy's side. What, what was her name? Something P. Oh, right. No, what? she's Victoria P is uh, on her own journey of her truth. <laughs> and mm. uh, it sounded like she did have a uh, boyfriend, maybe. But uh, she was a fascinating character. That was a that was a really hot. Ep- if you're going to have a only one episode arc, I thought Victoria P had a great arc. Uh, I also want to say mm-hmm. Tammy was fascinating because she goes talking in her confessional afterwards about Aaron. She's like, I feel terrible. And then she starts smiling. And then she starts crying. And then she, but she's still like a huge grin. Then she starts crying. And then she goes on like a crying tour of the property oh. after she smiled first. And then she's like, I don't want to hurt anybody. And then they played crazy music. They like, they played this like really high end, like the, 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 the scoring got very extra. And then it was never my intention to hurt. And she toured around the bar area. And then, um, Tammy starts making out with Thomas again on the daybed. Aaron is so hurt. Tammy is so hurtful. He's humiliated. And that um, is where we leave the Aaron She's- Thomas Tammy saga. Fan- a really fun, I would say, a fun showing for an opening for an episode. Yes, it- Mike Mitchell. No, they're just like Mad Hatter level insane, like crying yeah. and smiling. And you're like, what the fuck? It's fucking it's like the insane. Joker. It's like rattling to crying. To yeah. Yeah. Like dancing up and down the stairs like the Joker. Like, <laughs> I do want Thomas. OK, so. Yeah. Do yeah. It. Uh, Weiger, talk to us. It was a dry cry, which I think is telling that it's that was maybe a fake cry because like, we're seeing the dry crying cry. action. But I've we're actually, not seeing the, the moistness coming from her eyes. I've booked a lot of crying roles, and I've never had a natural tear. Ready? Here we go. There we go. Not a tear to be okay? shed. No, I'm not. I feel like I fucked over Mitch. I went to Weiger first. <laughs> I then talked to Mary Lynn. I talked to Dana, but I didn't talk to Mitch. Arden, I know. Arden, I know. Arden, Arden, you should have a cry about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Arden, I'm now going to refer to you as Tammy level crazy. That's how I'm <laughs> True story. Dana, are you okay with that? I can't call you Dana enough times. It's so thrilling to me that you're Dana now. Dana. <laughs> okay, here we are. So moving on. Moving on. You know what? Let's take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about Riley's rap to Maurice. Oh, boy. Oh, Bone Zone. Time for the Bone Zone. And we're back. So, like, so by the way, I'm loving this couple. Riley and Maurice are on the daybed, and I believe it's maybe 36 hours after the boom, 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 12 hours. Time has no meaning in Sayulita. I can't tell. Who cares? And he is slow rapping. <laughs> he's slow rapping a, a rap poem that he's written about Maurice <laughs> that ends with, I just came to Mexico and I found my queen team. And she, I think that's what it ended with. I watched it twice. I couldn't quite tell. I don't know how to turn captions on. And she fucking loved it. I mean, it was a long, lengthy, slow rap. And she was like, oh, my God, that is so cute. And that was sort of the main check-in with Riley and Marisa. Marilyn, have you ever had a man slow rap to you before? What a GD nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't 
ever write anything for me. Right. Yeah. Sing anything for me. Sure. Like, it's weird because I'm a dichotomy of I want the guy to talk. Right. But like not too much. Mm-hmm. I would. That's, I, that's what I expect I, from my dudes. Mitch, talk to I, us. I, when like at the end of the day when we'd rap tomorrow where I'd slow rap to Mary Lynn on the way home in the van. Uh, That's how I knew that I, <laughs> it'd be like there were bugs in my trailer. Were that was the moment trailer. you decided to leave your husband. <laughs> like I got a banger. Well, he also goes, I worked on that all day. Like that was a little bit of a I know. I know. And yet I, I actually thought, and yet I have such a soft spot for these two that I'm like, he, he was giving her a gift. It's not a gift that I want to receive. I'd rather get that than a Pandora bracelet or necklace. But, um, but, I, but there was a lot of gifts being given that They're were ill-advised gifts. Weiger, have you, did you slow rap when you proposed to your bride? Uh, yeah, I was more of a limerick with some uh, adult <laughs> themes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, it's one of those things where they are, they do seem perfect for each other. So we like, you're kind of like rooting for them, even yes. if it's a, like, cause, cause, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe it's a little cheesy and corny, but it's also yep. so earnest and yes. heartfelt. Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. and it's also just, it's like what we we're saying about Thomas's smile. It's like that rap coming from like me would be like, uh, all right, buddy. But that rap coming from Riley's like, oh my, oh, what for me? Know. You know, it's, so it's such a dream boat. Um, Mary Lynn, I want to also throw to you because you were texting me last time you were on. David Spade was the host who we all loved. But your heart, I believe, belongs to Lance Bass, our friend Lance Bass. Talk, talk to talk to the listeners, Mary Lynn. I, I think he's an amazing host. I think he's perfection. I think he hits the right tone. He connects with everybody. He's invested, but not too much. He's Ugh. broad, but specific. He smiles. He emotes. He has great hair. He's the perfect host. Should we start a hashtag like like Lance for host? Lance Lance yeah. for batch. I'm gonna like. I don't. I'm gonna do something. We should do. I'm it. gonna throw a cake in the ocean if he doesn't get to be on you there. Should. You should do that. I'm gonna straddle someone in the boom boom room of Absolutely. my neighborhood. <laughs> I'm gonna straddle my neighbor. I think that's I a think- great. Move. Yes, Mitch. I think if I was on the island, people would be like, Mitch is in the boom, boom room by himself again. He's been in there all day. <laughs> he won't leave. And there's only one room and he will not go. He will not What's he leave. doing in there? What is he doing? What's in his there? name is in the boom, boom room. <laughs> He's just in the corner like. <laughs> oh, my God. Connor. Now, Mitch, I know. Connor. That, Mitch, I know this wasn't this episode. It was last night or two nights ago. But I, I just wanted to give you the floor because I knew you were very upset about Paradise because you didn't want to see skinny people in bikinis throw a cake into a fire. We yeah. all were very mad at her and we all wanted to. We all thought the cake looked delicious. And we all agreed that we actually would take a fork and eat the cake from the fire. How did you feel upon <laughs> watching it? Because I, I I thought of you while it happened. Talk to us, Mike Mitchell. Oh, I absolutely love. And, and also, I, I believe it was Riley, right? Talking at the end yes. of yeah. the, yeah. the episode saying, like, I want that cake so bad. And it made I me really too. like Riley. <laughs> me yeah. uh, no, I, I was pissed. I mean, like, that is like as like a fat kid who like never would like be involved with any of these people to see someone throw a cake in the fire is just fucking it's the worst sin you can commit. It makes me it pisses me off. You're I'm right. still mad about it. <laughs> yes. You don't throw a cake in a fire. No. And also. She, I can't, she was so far, I think Demi rules. I think Demi's yeah. one of like the more fun people on the island who's just like, I'm just trying to have fun. And then she Mari. told, she told, 
Mari told Kenny that she she didn't. It's it's on her. Then she I, ruins the cake we, on top of all of that. Quick side note: Did she take a lap before she? Threw that's the what cake we discussed. She didn't walk okay, about. We, we discussed okay. yesterday, but but we're happy to keep talking because we found it. We are all happy to put it on the table. She'd seem she, to take the cake, be right next mm-hmm. to the fire, but then go on like a walking tour around the beach with the cake. In she like walked a, in front of the production crew, like the 300 pound like guy, like the, yeah, like the grips yeah. and shit. She the just grip. put it in front of their face. Weiger, how did you feel about the walkabout? How did you feel about the cake fire? It was it was amazing TV. <laughs> I mean, it was just I, I think the I think the walkabout was honestly her weighing whether she was actually going to go through with it mm-hmm. you know yeah. it was like the guy gassing himself up in the car right. before the bank job it's like right. all right all right let's just fucking do this you know <laughs> that's right she had to have a running if she's start. going to do it she yeah. wants everybody to be watching right yes. right she wanted to make w- a spectacle so it was like i need to get momentum before i get that cake in the fire it would suck for me because I'd leave the island looking like Two Face because I would have gone into that fire trying to eat the cake. There's no <laughs> dude, doubt in my mind. Dude, dude. <laughs> I would have burned my hand. I would have eaten a sandy, ember filled chocolate cake, but I would have gotten like eighth degree burns on my hand. I would have been like <laughs> Nicholas Cage and Moonstruck with like a wooden hand. <laughs> and she, fu- that was all on Mari. I mean, like, that's the thing that makes me so upset is like, you told Kenny. She did it to herself. Looked- she did it to herself. Yes. She's a self saboteur. If if there's and if there's if there's an intelligence competition on that island, Kenny might be coming in last place. So if you yeah. tell him something like that, the guy's it's done. It's over with. So, I mean, he's he seems like a hog on him. I I think he definitely has a hog. But I think you need need some brain power to manage a boy band. I think yes. he's I he's like got Kenny. it going on. I agree yeah. with you. I actually Kenny has. I found I have found him to be a reasonable guy. I feel like. He doesn't seem like a dick. I think he's – I find Kenny to be, like, pretty, like, upfront. And he, uh, even I was saying yesterday, like, when he was saying to Mari, like, you know, like, I'm old enough to know the grass isn't always greener and you lose things if you don't commit. And I was committed. and But, like, I found him to be sort of thoughtful. And I'm like, okay, Kenny. Kenny, come on hot. Boy band cover band manager. Wags, you, got, you, got that, you got that Lou Pearlman respect, Wags, I know. <laughs> he does. He sees. He sees. So then we have Deandra. Deandra is in a love triangle with Chasen and Carl, two jewelry mm. givers. They want to rub her neck. Carl is upset. He's talking to Wells. He's speaking Spanish. He likes Deandra. Um, uh, Spanish. Her, he, her eyes were oh lighting my God. up. And um, Cerveza, amigo. I can't. <laughs> I can't. So bad. Um. And then he goes, so Chasen pulls Deandra to a daybed and he's like, close your eyes, close your eyes. And I, at the, until they made fun of Pandora later, I was like, is this all sponsored by Pandora? Like, who travels with this much silver jewelry and they have to keep going like, wow, what a necklace. It matches your necklace. I want to give it to you. I just knew it matched. I was like, is this? All in ad. Katie Levine, I see you coming in and wanting to talk. Talk to us, Katie Levine. Well, first of all, she was wearing gold jewelry. Like, yeah. she clearly gold is her color. That's her choice. And they're yeah. giving her silver. Like, not cool. <laughs> Pay attention, guys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I wondered that too. It's just ugly ass shit, though. <laughs> but then they were, but then they were seeing how ugly and lame it was because it really felt like an ad until they're like, wow, that's a great necklace, man. It goes with the bracelet. It goes with your earrings. You got a full set. I'm like, this is an ad. Like, who? 
but then they made fun of it. Weiger, what did you think? As the producer I, in you, what did you think? So it's totally plausible that Carl would think that this dorky bracelet, especially given what we know of his personality, he's like kind of a, he's a little bit of a wad, you know, like he's, he's, he's one of the, the less cool guys there. That it's entirely possible that he thought that this bracelet was like, I'm going to have this as my ace in the hole for whichever woman I fancy, and I'm, I'm just going to drop it at the right time. The the necklace is what made me suspicious because it's like, wait, did this guy bring a necklace or did he get a necklace yeah. from the producer? And because he was like, hey, I need something to one up Carl. Like, what happened? Yes. Exactly? How did he have yeah. this necklace? It didn't yeah. add up. Um, and then mm. the, he and then they were all like, oh, you made his little charm neck bracelet look like a bitch necklace. It's just like. What are we watching? Like, I just couldn't mm. even. So then Deandra pulls Carl aside and she gives Carl the bracelet back. And she's like, I, just, I can't accept this. I did enjoy just spending time with you. Thank you for being so mature. <laughs> yeah. um, um, Been there. And then Carl is like, she didn't see who he is. He's fake as fuck. And Carl was pissed. And then he pulls Jason away from Deandra. And then um, he's like, let me just ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. So you just give a necklace to somebody you just met. You do that a lot. You just do that. You're not trying to one-up me, brah. You're not trying to. And then he goes, Chasen got her a Cuban-style necklace, which I was confused by. And then he's like, you, you like, up, you, you know, you, you're handing out. Why do I think this is a gesture just to one-up me the same day? You're Captain Upper Pants. And then he goes, you're Captain One-Eye, One-Liner. And he goes, she doesn't want to get played. You'll be done when you, she figures you out. Mitchell, you're leaning back. Talk to us, Mike Mitchell. Talk to us, Mitch. Carl is, Carl is such a – there's no doubt in my mind that I would hate Carl. If I met him in real life, I wouldn't enjoy hanging out with Carl. Sure. But he's so chaotic that you know that like when, like, when they were putting this show together, they're like – they were like, he might like, like we got to put him on, but he might kill. Like it feels like he might kill somebody. He's, he's like such a very, an agent of chaos. <laughs> he's such a he's such a. But I that makes me kind of love him because I don't like the Smoke Brothers, yeah. the Smoke Bros who smoke came bros. in. I don't I don't like the Smoke Bros much. So I kind of I kind of enjoyed Carl going like a little nutty, and he was right in like. He was right. To, I mean, he just doesn't fit in there. He should be gone. Yeah. They brought him on the show to be like a weird wild card guy. But uh, the, the, he g- blow up at him, throw your puns at him because the other guy sucks, too. And I think that the result of it all was it was, was kind of satisfying. Yeah. Weiger, how did you feel about this interaction? It, w- it was like an alien versus predator sort of thing. Like you're not rooting <laughs> for either of these two guys, you know, and, and Deandra is in the role where I, I she was in the toughest role because like she clearly is not yeah. into Carl. And I think yeah. she was also and we will get to this obviously later, but like clearly like suspicious of chasing, like what it, what his motives yeah. were like correctly, yeah. you know? So it's, I, I don't know. I think, I think she handled all of this pretty well and watching the two of these guys. She's cool. She's cool. She's cool. Did their barbs, were those given to them by producers? Like when they were like calling each other it very, like they very had to be. underpants. It yeah. felt like it had to be Marilyn. Did you think a producer punched it up? And how did you feel about this interaction? Um, how many charms were on that bracelet going back? There was a palm tree, a rose, and a heart. Like it took so long for him to, and yeah, yeah, Carl, he's got to be planted a few lines because Carl, I don't know if he's going to kill someone. That was a little bit too strong, but I mean, he might with those karate moves, but (laughs) (laughs) definitely is out of touch socially. Like he's out of sync. And as much as I'm like, ugh, like I don't want to see that guy. 
I'm also like, when it didn't work out, I was like, I wonder if he's going to get in with somebody else. So I do have like the thrill of Carl. And then the, the double jewelry thing, I don't think... I think they're equally as given – they were given them by producers. It had to have been. Yeah, like mm-hmm. why is Carl's more legitimate than uh, – and Just, hilarious that it was like so much bigger with the necklace. Was- I have to say when you see – I don't like seeing the – Geppetto strings that like I I don't like I like just to yeah. see the real drama I like I don't like to see like I don't mind them bringing in Joe's ex-girlfriend that's fun I don't like like the fake storyline of yesterday early like the Monday night one of let them eat cake and then oh look there's a cake and then like they had their cake right. and eat it too like it felt slightly planted and then this felt planted in a way that felt sort of like a real housewives plant Dana how did you feel about that Okay, so I have a theory that they told what's his name, Chasen, Chasen, Brayson, uh, that he because I I think they gave him that necklace yes, for sure. It's like what are the odds he has some like Cuban link necklace yes. like, in his you know whatever uh, luggage? But um, I feel like they told Chasen like Deandra's your best shot because she's with Carl or something like right. that. Like I feel like everyone <laughs> is working against Carl because Carl is right. Carl, right? So I, yeah. I feel like Jason was like, well, I'll shoot my shot and we'll see how it goes. But as soon as they started arguing on the beach, I was like, she's not picking either of them. They look so stupid. Oh, I love that you yeah. knew that. So yeah. then I love Demi, the great narrator, going, both of those pieces of jewelry were hideous. And Noah <laughs> knew it, too. <laughs> Noah and Demi were just trashing it. And then she, she rules. And then she goes, no one wants an insecure man. And then they cut to Connor as soon as she said that, um, which was a nice mean editing trick. Then we have Taj and Trey. And all of a sudden, Taj realized that uh, – Trey realized that Taj is in his person. I don't know if it was the uncle or her getting like her horny <laughs> her horny tornado upon seeing Riley. But um, he doesn't want to be there anymore. And he's like, I don't feel like we're right for each other. It's time for me to go. And uh, he wanted to find love. Ivan was super upset. And Trey ejected himself. And, like, at first it felt like Taj was going to be okay that she, you know, was going to be able to stay here. He wasn't fucking her over. She still had the power in the rose. And then we later see her packing her bags saying, I'm done with love. I'm done with sweating and crying. I'm going home. And I was sad to see Taj go. I have to say, Mm -hmm. Weiger, how did you feel about this interaction? A a bummer of a departure. Uh, You know, like, I... I, I at first I was like, oh well, at least Trey is telling Taj how he feels before the rose ceremony, so she has another option. And then yes. Natalie kind of disagrees. She was kind of like, she, she was like, this is shitty timing on his part. Like he, like right. he needs to pick a better spot for that. Um, mm. I, I can kind of see both cases. Taj is like, why did she think that? She thought that he should have just gone through with it and like, I th- like, yeah, I think she thought that he was like, um, like protecting himself more right. so than like, like he was like, this is going to make me look good right now rather than this is the best thing for you, right? Uh, like even if I don't think this relationship is moving forward, which I can see a case for. I will say Tajwan is like she's one of the most entertaining people on the beach. Yes, love her. And I like that's just yeah. like a that's just a bummer of a departure just cuz like she's so like like uh, she's such a an eccentric person and like yes. I want to see her eating spaghetti in a pool again. Me too. Crying, howling at the window saying she isn't can't peer poo, eating the yeah. spaghetti. I loved it. Um 
anything further about Taj and Trey before we take a quick break and come back with Lance Bass's shocking announcement. Uh, I like that she had a blanket in the car. She just was like, I know. (laughs) I I love a blanket. Mitch, anything you want to say? I just want, I want to say that I, I disagree with, with Weiger's lovely wife, Natalie. Um, How dare you? I think it's just that sort of thing of Taj had made out with his uncle and he still liked uh, and, st- and, and Trey still liked her. Yep. And then the way she reacted when Riley came in, like, I know. Come on. Like, yeah. She she was going nuts over Riley and like was very sad that Riley didn't ask her out on a date. Yeah. And if you were Trey, how would you feel? I felt like Trey was kind of a, a, a stand up guy for saying uh, like, I'm- no, no, I need to jump in there real quick. I was going to mm. let this pass by, but um, yeah, maybe, please. since you stood up for the male point of view on this, I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> my point of view about Trey was that he was like, I'm going to show her and leave before she could have me. That's what oh, he was doing. Right. And he was trying to have like some dignity and be like, I'm not mm. going to be the one rejected. Why can't someone like me for me? Right. But without saying it in like a classier way than Aaron going, you're going to regret this. That was Trey's move of like, mm, you can't pick me now, Taj. Bye. Because then he's all earnest and self-serious in the car. Like, I really wanted love. It's like, who cares, dude? Then stay if you want to like. Yeah, then stay. Get, get the rose because uh-huh. next week more women are coming in. And guess All right, hold on. Come down off of Riley eventually, and maybe you guys will get back together. Yeah. Look, I wanted to say male or female, everyone is bad. But I, but I wanted, to, <laughs> I wanted, to, I wanted to briefly say that when, when, when Taj said like, uh, when, when her line about like, maybe love isn't for me, and like I can't get love, like uh, I'm done with love. It's like, boo hoo, love didn't work out for you on like the paradise island right. of love, like right. How do you do you know what true loneliness is, Taj? Get out, get off that island, and <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's insane to say that like you're done with love on this on the on this like love island. Yeah, of course things aren't going to work out there. Trey's fine. Trey is fine. He's fine. They're, yeah, they're. I wish they both were still there. Quite honestly, yeah. Katie, Katie did you want to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say like if I was Taj Juan at least and I wanted to leave, I would at least stay for the rose ceremony and save one of the guys that I thought deserved to be there. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Save Ivan. Yeah. Save Ivan. That's right. the one I kept friend. thinking of. Or like even Connor and be like, hey, I think you deserve another chance here. Yes. And then leave save a guy and then leave. Agreed. That's a great point. Outing. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Becca. Ooh, I don't know about you, but things are getting so hot in here. I think I gotta take a pee break. And we're back. In comes our friend Lance Bass, future hopeful permanent host of The Bachelor. Although I have wow. to say we also love Wells, and I felt like Wells in the Rose Ceremony was giving real host vibes in a way that felt like the good version of Chris Harrison, I thought, oh, Wells is a real contender for that permanent spot. Did you guys feel that? He's he good. He was yeah. good. He was good. Yeah, good. He was good. I think he's a real contender. And Katie's leaning forward. Talk to us. What do you want to say about Wells? No, I had the same thought. I was like, he could do this permanently because he gives he's- good advice, but he kind of pokes fun at people. That and- was his yeah. most sort of Chris Harrison-y last night in a way. And I thought, He's doing a really good job. Yeah. Like, like he's right there. The, uh, you know, and he's, I don't mind. He, I, people I don't like him. Yes. Yes. Mitch. 
My point against him is that he cried during uh, the Catman song. Who's the cat guy's name? Connor. He Connor. cried during the song? Yeah, yeah they showed him. A joke. That, was a joke. that was a joke. That was they a do joke. him. A, that was a yeah. comedy joke. That He's, was a joke. He like, really pokes fun at people a lot. Like, yeah. I like, but I like that about him. Like, because he he knows what he he knows. It's a silly show. I'm too in love with uh, Lance as a host. I know we want Lance. We want Lance. How about a Lance Wells combo? They could just keep yeah, doing yes. what this is. That would be a great combo. Right. So then we go. Here comes Lance. Meet me in the Palapa. I've got to go. He has to say goodbye. Now we learned on our podcast. If you guys didn't hear it. Apparently, because uh, we were like, where the fuck was David Spade at the rose ceremony? Apparently, the rose ceremonies are at like five in the morning. And they're Jesus. like, I'm out. No, if it was me, I'd be like, wake me up. It would be my dream to be like, all right, Weiger, you're next. Okay. <laughs> One five, okay, say your goodbyes. Uh, Arden, say your goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then, so then he goes, I have one last surprise. This is going to change everything. I convinced someone that I care about to join you here. In comes the very first Bachelorette of Paradise. A bachelorette has – I literally just got chills. It's so sad that this is my life. A bachelorette (laughs) has never (laughs) graced this beach. In comes Becca Kufin. Is that how you say her last name? Kufin? Um. And Aaron has a huge Kufrin. crush on her. Kuf- what is it? Kufrin. Kufrin. Yeah. Great. Um, and Taj just gets up and walks out. Um, and then uh, she was crying, blah, blah, blah. And then there they are. And and Aaron is so nervous because he has a huge crush on Becca. And he's upset because he does it. He feels like an idiot. He's so upset about Thomas and Tammy that he doesn't feel like himself. And he's so worried about going to talk to her. But he like he's like, I got to nut up, bro. I got to go fucking leave it on the field. I got to go talk to my crush. And this is proving two for two. Becca has terrible taste in men. Terrible, terrible taste in men. And he's like, yeah. I've got a crush on you. She's like, um, he goes, I think you're super funny. You know, a lot of people are 100% coupled up, but not not me. You know, it's a big for me, to, big win for me to talk to you. <laughs> Past crush. She goes, how old are you? He's like, 26. She's like, maybe we were in high school at the same time. He's like, well, I would have been in eighth grade when you were a senior. Am I a cougar? And he's like, oh, if I got a rose from Becca, that would absolutely be the best for the rose ceremony. Like, it would be the best ever. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. She's doing it again. It's basically Garrett 2.0 without the problematic liking on Instagram, which we don't know about his Instagram account. I couldn't believe it. And then Rose, the rose ceremony comes up. Wells has a rose ceremony. He's like, this is the craziest thing I have ever seen. This is when he became uh, – Chris Harrison, I've ever seen in paradise. Three people are going home. Uh, Jesenia, uh, Jesenia, whether, you know, there's a lot of people that are happy. Uh, Mari and James, that was exciting. Deandra gave it to Ivan. No Carl, no Chasen. So Carl and Chasen and uh, Connor go home. And then Becca, we hear Aaron say, looking at Becca at the rose ceremony, handing out a rose. Is like looking at a dolphin swimming in the ocean. This is insane. This is so insane. Oh my God. She's like built to do it. It's like what she's built to do. So insane. Full stalker. And then she gives him the rose and says, Everyone says you're the funniest person on the beach. 
everything about the, so dolphin, insane. the dolphin in the water to Aaron being the funniest person on the beach. I mean, <laughs> Mary Lynn, I'm going to let you start. Talk to us about all of your feelings about this rose ceremony. And then also cutting uh, and then giving it to Saving Ivan. Talk to us, Mary Lynn. Tell me your feelings. Okay. Being new to this franchise, I Talk feel like what happened, you know, going back to like whatever, the cake, the jewelry, the the – not choosing either of them. I feel right. like I'm like, yes. yes, like I want it so bad. And that's like, <laughs> that's like what you watch it for. It's so good. And then his dialogue to her, it's like, this is the first time you're talking to her and you're like, oh, it would be so great. If like, it's like, ask her about herself. Yeah. Or at the very least, yeah. tell her about yourself. Like he can't even use his brain to be like, she just got here. She's looking for love. I'm meeting her. He's just such a like dolt that he goes. Oh, oh that would be so like he can't even. You you thought together. Other guys say to her like, "So what's your situation? You got a boyfriend?" And you could see her almost be like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I'm the fucking bachelorette, you piece of shit. You don't know who I am. I just got out of a two year. <laughs> my fiance. I broke up. What the fuck? I'm Becca Kerfriend. <laughs> like what the fuck?" <laughs> I, I would say, like some, her, yeah. again, being new to it, her vibe was incredibly like, I am the queen, like the real queen. Like, that was powerful. That was like, you know, everybody was like, whoa. And I was, I thought, this is deep. This is deep. This is, I don't even know because I, I didn't know her past. The ironic thing is, she didn't have that energy when she started as Bachelorette, but I think you only get – Katie, you can comment on this. I think you gain that from know. going through like 13 weeks of being the Bachelorette. She's a changed, elegant queen. Tell mm. tell tell the people about the, the transformation of Becca. Oh, she was so different because she – I mean really? she always was like kind of more of a confident Bachelorette. I felt like, like she, you know, like – she, she would explain like nice herself Midwest, well. Nice Midwestern gal. Yeah, but yeah, she seemed different. And it could just be a maturity, too. You she know, did. she's she just older. I don't know. Hollis. She seemed like she'd been put through, like, PR training camp. Yeah. Well, she had a, uh, you know, she had quite a year. And she had, did a yeah. podcast and stuff and, like, you know, had to explain herself a lot. So maybe she's just, like, you know, Over I don't know. She it. seemed different, though. She Got did. through some stuff. Dana, did you notice <laughs> that she was different? Oh, yeah. I think she's like, oh, God, if she walked down the beach, I would pull a Taj. I'd be like, I'm out. (laughs) Why? Why? Oh, my God. She's like tall, beautiful. She's like a woman. You know, you're like, she hosts a podcast for the Bachelor Nation. Like, so, you know, that's me. That's me. Like, they literally are going to treat her like the queen she is. She just went. She pulled a, a, a. politically correct move by dumping her racist boyfriend. It took a like, while, oh. though. It took a while. That's the problem with she, love, you know? She's complicated like mm. that. And it's like, damn, dude. Weiger, how did you feel about the dolphin holding the rose, about all that? Uh, real quick, my favorite moment of the whole episode was when they sent in the uh, the stage manager to remove yes. one of the roses. Yes! <laughs> Weiger, that, that was... That was, that was that was that was that was my favorite moment, and it was the moment where I felt like I was being seen. Like no, yes. I no, you haven't you haven't seen anyone like me on the island until that no. very moment. That one guy. That's, oh yeah, that's what a normal person looks like, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, the, but I, I also liked like she kind of had the speed dating thing with all the men. Obviously, you know, Aaron is the one who comes out on top uh, with all the unattached men. Uh, but Carl had the Carl was it was like he was at a bachelorette meet and greet. 
Yes. Like he was like he had so he so <laughs> just clearly did not have a shot at all. Can I say I don't know if this observation is anything, but as I was thinking through it, I was like, Carl has Carl with a K energy. Yeah. Right. Like, isn't he so clear? Like, like, like Carl, like with a K, like, oh, OK, I know yeah. what this guy's about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's like Stephen yeah. with a PH. Right. Um, so here we go. The rose ceremony is over in the morning. We're, I always love morning in paradise. We see Aaron. I love that they edited in him ordering six scrambled eggs with ham, bacon, and onions. <laughs> I, felt seen, I felt seen again. That was I, incredible. But, that might be my favorite moment. But you know there's no toast, no tortilla, no. no. no that sucks. You know what I'm saying? He is full like Keto Express, like Adkins, like Fully doing can I, it. Can I can I quickly just say that I don't think eggs? Then you should ever be eating. That's <laughs> yes. Talk Sorry, to us, Mitch. Ahead. Talk to us, Mitch. I just I just want to quickly just comment on the on that. I I don't think that Aaron's ever seen a dolphin before. True. From that description of the dolphin, yeah. I just feels like a dude who's never. He's the way he was never... describing, I like. I think you've only seen like a dolphin in like cartoons or on TV. He's I don't think you've seen a dolphin. He's definitely <laughs> never seen a dolphin, but he has seen a woman in a dress that he has a crush on. So we see yeah. um, all the women are on edge. That Beck is here, like they don't like it. They are not happy that this is like really nobody feels safe now that Beck has arrived. All, they're like anybody's man is up for grabs. It's Becca, it's Becca. The Becca's here. It's a bachelorette. So, so satisfying to have that slow shot of the women that you've never seen with that mug. Just that fear. <laughs> and so Kenny and Demi are hanging out, and she goes, "Let's have some fun." And then she goes, "You bit my ass cheek last night. There's marks on my ass." And then, um, Jesus. yeah, I, I was like, they're like just two animals. Just, I would not want to be in the boom, boom, room right after them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I also feel like I don't want to be in it right after Riley and Maurice, who feel like such a primal, horny connection that like, it feels like nothing's off limits. I feel like I might want a more like abigail and noah situation you know what i mean if i have to follow somebody i don't think those are the two sets i want to follow asked mark biting marks so then here comes there's birds screaming and we see tia coming in and tia's like last time you saw me i'm a hopeless romantic i was feeling connected with colton but uh colton is now exploring his journey with men that was how they phrased it it didn't work out with colton and i and um She's like, she starts praying before she enters. Dear God, Heavenly Father, I pray for a godly man with abs, which leads her straight to the boy band manager that has lots of sexy nudes on the internet (laughs) and came in with a sock on his dick. If you're looking for a godly man with abs, look no further than Kenny, the reasonable boy band manager. They just changed his job description from boy band manager to 40-year-old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then she starts pulling all the men she pulls thomas uh tammy's super threatened by thomas tia likes thomas tia likes tattoos um demi sees her flirting with kenny she says the only thing worse than tia's gaydar is her denim shorts another good one-liner weiger did you enjoy that yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, like she's great with with equips. I mean, it's, it feels like that's part of why she's there. Yes. So then she. So then Tia decides to have a date with Kenny, and they go. And as she's talking to him, leading to their future nude volleyball outing, 
she said the most on the nose thing. Like we know from her, she's got a thick Southern accent. She goes, "Do you like the South? I love the South." I was like, <laughs> "I mean, Mary Lynn, how did you feel about that question?" What was she just so nervous? Did she say that while they were nude or – I couldn't – I think they said that leading up to being nude, do you like the South? I love the South. Mitch, how would you answer that if somebody asked you? I'd be like, uh, yeah, some of the South is nice. I mean, it's such a strange question, except yeah. I am a person who like asks about my hometown. I want people to like it all the time. But but it, I, I feel like you could tell that she – these two are, are going to, I mean, they've already oh. kind of paired up. So you I'm can tell that there was nervous energy in a, so in a good way. Yeah, that's what it was. I've been looking. Yes, they were cute together. You know, when she asked him that, she asked him that when she was doing her tour of pulling people aside, because this is what happened afterwards. Kenny clearly wants to go out with her, but he's afraid of Demi, who he's just woken up with in the boom, boom room. He's like, hey, I don't want to disrespect you, but. Um, like, let's just say if other people ask us, she's like, I wouldn't be happy about it. He's like, okay. She's like, I like you. I don't want you to go on the date. He's like, okay. But like, let's just say I did. Would you be cool with it? Like, absolutely not. No, I don't want you to go on the date. Like, okay, well, I don't want to disrespect you. And I really like you. But let's just say, basically, he's doing what Mari just did to him. He's doing yes. to Demi Weiger. How did you feel about that? Uh, I I think there's a point where she's even like, if you were like, he's like, okay, but if you were me, would you go on the date? And she's like, no, like, like every single she way he's cute. trying excuse he's trying to have. Yeah. She also, this yeah, also he, made her the most human, actually. Like it kind of, right. took, it actually is the Demi that I like. It actually, without her bravado, she was sort of sweet. She's like, I like you 10 out of 10 out of 10. Like, I don't feel like there's any reason to date anybody else. And she actually had a sweetness there, Weiger. Well, okay. So I, at this point, I should bring up that contemporaneous with watching this show, yes. uh, Natalie and I are watching the previous season of the show, <gasps> the uh, the season six, which has the as a as a huge subplot. Demi's uh, the woman she's dating. Yes, uh, joins the island. Yeah. She abandons the guy that she's has Derek. a connection with there. Derek. Derek, Derek. Yes. Derek goes home. Uh, her the woman she's dating joins the island, and it seems like they have like a really. I haven't we haven't finished the season yet, but they have like a really sweet like connection. She's a very different persona in that season than she is in this one that's what we were saying so the demi 1.0 on the colton season is similar to the one right now on paradise demi 2.0 last year so demi for those newcomers demi's mom was or is in prison and i don't oh know if there's a dad and so I think she was and there is a dad because she had to go live with her dad's family when the mom went to jail for like what was it so like she, she was hiding money laundering money something so, like that and i think she may have been in prison more than once i don't want to say that if that's not know. true but like so she's had a rough road she's had a complicated upbringing and so yes mary lynn i have a potentially sad slash mean take on demi okay great <laughs> and i am taking the point of view of Kenny, who I've done a 360, a 180, a 360 on, where yeah. I do think he's being reasonable. Yeah. And I, the fact that he was even like, I don't want to disrespect her, it was like, wow, dude, why are you even taking the time? And when he right. said that to her face, her face to me was like, I do not compute. It was almost like yeah. no one's yeah. ever said to her, I don't want to disrespect you. Aww. And if he's not talking about the boom boom room on my nipple or my ass, she can't deal with someone being straightforward and real with her and so then she like kind of melted down and was like well i don't want you to i don't but think she can also deal with her. 
I don't think she can deal with male rejection either. It's like, as we saw with Brendan, it's like, but I, but I had sex. That was like a whammy. Yeah. It's like, no, but you're, but like, I'm the most desirable. I think that there's like a real, like there's a currency in her self-esteem for being the most desirable. And I don't think she's not playing black or white. I'm so hot. Yeah. F you, I'm the hottest. She she doesn't know how to go switch. May I recommend Weiger if you really if you're enjoying this franchise, mm-hmm. treat yourself to season two and three. Those two back to back to me are the best two. Cause it starts out with the um Carly. There's a character named Carly who has a romance with this guy. And then and then just start with season two and then go to season three. It's great. Okay. Love and it. we're back. So, um, like, they're great seasons. They're great. And it was also, like, before Instagram. Like, it was also sort of before becoming an inf- – like, that was sort of when it right. started to be able – so it was a little more like I really want to get married. It was great. Well, that because okay. that kind of corrupts the process now. Yeah, it's like people, they're sure. connecting through social media before they come to the yes. island. That's yeah. that, corrupts, that corrupts the process now is what you say. Look, yeah. <laughs> I just got to say – Demi, Demi and Kenny are to me are like the I love both of them. I think I I love both of I love both of those two. But yes. an important thing that we skipped over and we need to talk about is that a parrot cockadoodle dude and no one has said anything about it. A parrot. <laughs> yes. A parrot. A parrot went cockadoodle do. How are we not going to talk about that? The parrot. I did not notice that. I didn't notice that a parrot cockadoodle dude. The, they showed a parrot cockadoodle doing, and it got me. It confused me. And it got me mad. I saw they the need, fight, not the birds fight. I saw the birds fighting, but I didn't see. The, they, I didn't. They, I didn't hear a cockadoodle do. They show a parakeet go, and it's like a morning thing. But they show a parakeet that goes cockadoodle do, and I'm not. Um, I'm not out of my mind here. It uh, can this episode be called Parrot Cockadoodle Do, Anna? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that. So here we go. So Demi's upset. And she's like, look, I just, I know I'm more fun, so whatever. We went to the boom boom room, so whatever. She's like upset. He's left. And um, so we also see a very cute couple. I've totally come around on Grocery Store Joe. Serena and Grocery Store mm-hmm. Joe are super cute. She goes, I never, th- I enjoy, this feels like a real interaction. She goes, I never thought I would date or kiss a guy named Joe. He's like, yeah. what? That's a classic. <laughs> name you know you got joe you got one you got jose i'm joe anthony and then <laughs> and then her last name is pitt he goes oh i'm a big fan of brad pitt she goes yeah he looks 35 he's hotter than you and he's like shut up um which was fun to see and then also checking in i mean they're so cute and we'll come back to them later when more excitement happens then we see abigail in a very confusing turn of events mm-hmm. This is what I don't understand. On their first date, she's like, I go really slow. I'm slow, 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 slow. So he's like, okay, great. Let's go slow. So then she's like, I need more from Noah. Um, And then it turns out it feels like she's not super horny for him. It feels like there's just like the chemistry isn't there. And then she keeps saying – I self-sabotage. She's like – so then she's like, Noah's playing it safe. All these other couples are all over each other and we're not. We're just – are we just friends? We're too comfortable. I want more. I want to be legit. And he's like, look. She's like, Noah takes things slower than she does. He's like, Abigail, I like you. Obviously, I like you. I think everybody else is obsessed with our relationship. She's like, I know it's easy, but that's a blessing and a curse. Are we just friends? He's like, mm. he goes, I 
don't want to kiss my friends. And then um, she, and then he goes, look, if I do something, I don't get much response from you. Your response is, Matt. She's like, I didn't realize I did that. He's like, look, I, I obviously care. This has not been easy. Um, and then are we de- delaying the inevitable? Do you want to try again? Do you want to think for a minute? And then he decides to pull back and then she starts crying. And uh, she's like, you know, things aren't easy. I just ruined things. And then they friend zoned each other and then they're crying. And she goes, I am so bad at this. I literally self-sabotage. Brutal. Weiger, you're first. Apparently, there was a social media backlash to Noah not sitting up here. And I like I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, yeah, he was kind of laying down the whole time. Did that seem like he wasn't taking it seriously? Uh, I don't know. It, it seemed like he was just kind of like chill. And that's where he was. But I think it's maybe really he should have set up. I kept wondering. I mean, this sounds I, I don't know about her hearing but i was like because they were side by side and i i was right. like Does she need to read his lips but like clearly not because she was responding to him so that was i didn't but I, uh, that's interesting that people yeah if you're like get the fuck up dude if she's got to like get a little but it's so hot there i don't know that's interesting is it but is it mm. that much cooler to lie down like is it, it was, like is he just that fatigued is that what you're, is this what real? you're saying are you wondering people, if uh, people well, wanted him to this? sit up? I think he even he, commented on it. Well, yeah, but she, I mean, I don't, I think he didn't, he, he, during that conversation, he says like, oh, this is more serious than I thought this was going to be like yeah. over the course of that conversation. Look, and I hope he's they like, break up. Not going to sit up though. Yeah. Keep lying here. Uh, I'm biting into that and chewing that the not sitting up thing and his comment of like, Oh, this is serious and emotional. It's like, yeah, dude, that's why she's not turned on by you because you're not going deeper. You came in hard with your gentleman thing and then you didn't think you were kind of kept it at arm's length is how she described it. Like, yes, out and not going deeper. I get and that's that. why they're not all over each other. He yes, Mary Lynn. He's laying back and thinking like, I'm done. And I'm like, I'm working. I'm just I a got nice the guy. first. I got the fr- I put in the first. We've all had that. Somebody who puts in the early woo and then there's no energy there. And you're like, mm. what are we doing? Great point, Marilyn. And look, she's not easy. She's a puzzle because then she's like blaming herself. It's like poor Abigail. She's just like her. a little, how do you figure out what's going to make her happy? Slow, fast, deep or arm's length, you know? <laughs> Mitch, talk to us. I got a crush on Abigail, so I hope those two break up and she comes over Mitch's way. She's so uh, cute. I hope that for you, too. I love that couple. Yeah. Abigail, ditch Noah. Come hang yeah. out with Mitch yeah. in my mom's house in the basement. We'll yeah. have a great time. Molly and Irma, and, she would love your cats. Are you, still you at, know what? Are you at your mom's house right now? I am at my mom's house right now, and I'll, I'll say this much to Abigail. I'm always in the lying down position. So there'll never be a thing where you think I'm taking things seriously or less seriously because I'm always vertical. I'm always laying down. How so long you'll, are, you'll, how long are you um, at your mom's house? Three weeks. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here on the East Coast. Uh, you work in a little bit. So it's going to be good. Did you uh, get that movie that we auditioned for? <laughs> no, no. They're shooting it like in my plaza that I went to growing up. So that's it's insult to injury. So it's oh, it's right around the corner. What but, are you doing? I'm shooting a small role in an indie movie up in Maine. That's exciting. I can't believe they didn't yeah. cast us. They should have cast us. I should have cast They fucked Wait, up. Wait, you guys auditioned for a movie? <laughs> I, well, we didn't get it. All right, so then here we go. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about nude volleyball. 
The eagle has landed. And we're back. And before we wrap up this episode, I haven't seen it yet, but Katie and Dr. Banana was saying that there is a, a preview up for Michelle's season and that there's memes online that are basically uh, – so it's so clear where, which bachelorette they preferred, Katie or Michelle, that the budget all went to Michelle. Give us just like a quick two-second rundown of it, uh, Katie and Anna. Uh, Michelle's promo is like her walking down like the stairwell with all these roses and flowers. She's playing basketball. She throws it into a hoop and the net was made of diamonds. And it's like, <laughs> it's just, I mean, yeah. Katie's was her sitting in a t-shirt, a white t-shirt, a white Hanes t-shirt. And now Michelle is wearing a gown and there's diamonds and roses everywhere. It's like very clear. She like sinks a yeah. three pointer, like yeah. no big, it's like a wild. And she's wearing a dress. You're like, this is the coolest promo it's we've like, ever had for any bachelor. Absolutely. It's going to be a good season. And yes. the resort looks nice where they are. And, the no, resort- it doesn't show that. It's just her. It's just the equivalent of like basically Katie holding a vibrator on a white screen in a Hanes t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. So here we are and we're back. Demi's ego is so bruised. Kenny's on his date with Tia. She's like, we're very, very different. I'm better because people were asking if she knew Tia from when she was there. And uh, it's his first one-on-one date ever. And there's three people on the beach. Um, they're coming to tell them something. It's volleyball. Um She's like, well, I don't really know how to play volleyball, but okay. And then it says they have to remove their clothes. They're in the no clothes zone. I'm surprised they can do this in 2021. This is like an old school bachelor move. This doesn't feel like a time's up bachelor move, but they still got it. They're still doing it. And so um, they have to strip. So they, three people seem like they're buck naked. This is a guy yes. with a flaccid penis and like a tree over his dick. And Kenny's reaction – Kenny's so like authentic. He's like, ah, look at his tattoo. Look at his dick tattoo. He's got a tree on his dick. I love – he was so sincerely tickled by the dick tattoo. And uh, <laughs> then I've heard a phrase I've never heard. Tia kept saying – my china pot's out. My china pot. There's a person with full male flaccid penis labia. I cannot. I literally read the Bible this morning. And I've got Kenny and his wiener. Like her language. She's yes. got his wiener and it's a flaccid thing. The, the tat, tree tattoo instead of pubic hair. I am not showing my china pot. That's sacred. My parents watch this show. My Bible study show. What are you going to do? So then he plays like – he does the math only a boy band cover band accountant can do. He's like, okay, well, it's not the same if we both remove our tops. But like, what if you remove your top, you show me your titties, and like, you might not realize, but I love being full fucking naked anyway. So like, how about I just get naked, and then you could see my giant hug, and then I could see your titties. <laughs> that seems like a fair deal. You got yourself a deal, Kenny. And she's like, oh, my God. They've never played volleyball. She's not good at it. And uh, she's like, he is the full package and he has the full package. And um, Mm. meanwhile, Demi is saying we had the greatest night ever with Kenny last night. I actually contacted Neil Lane yesterday and her tits are out in all their glory. And 
Um, then they're chatting afterwards. She says, I'm scared that Demi is going to kill me. He's like, I'm also scared of Demi, which I thought was funny. <laughs> um, and then she goes, have you been to the Boom Boom Room? He was like, yes. She's like, last night? He was like, no. And she goes, two days ago? He's like, yeah. He's like, she goes, you fucked her? <laughs> and then she goes, oh, no, girls freak out. I'm going to get murdered in my sleep. And then he says, I would like to get you know you better. And then they kiss. I mean, Weiger, I see your mouth opening with thoughts. The Ike was so fixated on China pot. China pot. Because I, that's a slang term I've never heard. And I, look, here's what I did. I looked Talk up China me. pot on Urban Dictionary. Yes. Not on there. I looked, up, I looked up China pot, a China pot in quotes with vagina trailing on both Google and Bing. It's just not a thing that anyone says. Like, they this is her love, own. Do you like the South? Have you been to the South? Do you love the I, South? I do. You know what? I, I do like the South. Maybe you but, and... talk to some of your Southern friends about the China <laughs> I mean, can our is people that a term? email in? Can you email us? What the heck with China Pot? Email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com. Have you guys heard China Pot? I'm going to go down the... to the Piggly Wiggly and grab a China Pot for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> China Pot. Uh, Mitch, how do you feel about China Pot? China Pots are also like very big, aren't they? Like it's very confusing to me. I, I didn't understand I anything that is. was going on. Is that I, a, is, I, it a, is it a thing? I don't understand. I mean, what like it I is. googled China Pot and like, and this is what I got. Like, was this big China Pot? And uh, but I don't, I don't know what I don't uh, know. I how think that, a big I, vase, like a Ming vase. Yes. Can talk to us, Doctor Banana. That idea. I mean, one. I don't. This seems like totally like a southern thing. Like I think the idea is that like it's a very fancy, like ornate, precious, like, precious. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, a Fabergé. Like, that's my and Fabergé egg. So it's delicate and precious. China is a china pot. Is like it's like beautiful. It's, it's, yeah, like you have to pay money. It's it's expensive. It's, it's delicate. It's precious. You know? Got it. Yeah, my vagina you know is actually you can't very, afford my china pot. My china pot is made of porcelain. It's very elaborate. There's gilding on it. There's a few cracks. Uh, Katie, what do you know about china pot? And talk to us about your thoughts on the china pot situation. I've definitely never heard anyone say that. I'm assuming it's some like religious oppressed thing where she like can't say the word vagina or penis. I mean, she's not a virgin, right? Like, I mean, clearly she and Colton didn't have sex, but I mean, I wonder if she has had sex with a lot of guys. I would assume not based on how she was talking there. The whole thing is spectacularly confusing. I, I don't yeah, she's, know. Yeah, she's Bible study, and then she's on this show. There was like, there's just a lot of things where I'm like, what? You were in Bible study this morning, and then you're on the show. It's just a very con- a confusing character. Very confusing. Like, character. I read my Bible this morning. Oh, well, titties out. The whole thing <laughs> right. was, I loved it. I'm here for the Tia Kenny connection. I love it. I hope they fall in love and get married. I'm into this weird couple. They seem to really like each other. I am here for Tia and Kenny. Um, I, I really, I that's. Uh, any final thoughts on Tia and Kenny? And I can't just say one thing. It was yes. weird when she was like, I picked Kenny. That's my dad's name. I can't. And I was like, yes. oh, I can't. Tia's whole like overly like intensely I Southern can't. thing kind of makes me like feel yeah. absurd. Like her like, oh, golly, I'm so nervous. You're like, right, right. oh, my God. Because it's <laughs> also like Raven is a very authentic. It's like yeah. Raven, but like. 
Raven was a very popular character on Nick Vial's season. She yeah. then came to Bachelor in Paradise and got engaged to a really nice guy. They're, I believe, maybe married. Yeah, I don't I, know. If, I, I think, think they so. got married. They're a really cute couple. And Tia, I believe, they're both from Wiener, Arkansas. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she looks just like Raven. And so everybody was sort of like, Mm, are you trying to be Raven? Because we all just love. I felt like the producers are like, give us another Raven, and mm. uh, they found her, and then she's Tia. <laughs> um, so here we go. Meanwhile, Noah and Abigail officially break up, and we see Joe is hanging out. You know, they're completely in love. He's just totally all in. Um, you know, and he- things are working out great. And meanwhile. Here comes Kendall in the longest yeah. entrance. Those stairs seem to be like Machu Picchu level, like just her entrance was as long as the cake walkabout. Walking down the stairs saying, I messed up. I almost got married to him. This is the only man. I need to come get Joe back. And then she walks in and says, Hey, butthead. Doesn't talk to anybody else. Oh. Hey, butthead. Want to go talk? And Katie oh. Levine, I see you needing to just give us your feelings. I see you having a reaction. You're first. When she called him butthead, I was like, oh, my God, he kind of does look like butthead from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> and I had never noticed it before. But he Mitch, does. Ha- Mitch, how did you feel about this entrance? Were you here for you? Did it made you ki- Did it make you want to actually watch in real time next Monday night, Mitch? It does make me want to watch next week just be- by-, by how – I mean, like – this show feels so much like Survivor to me, but then you're rewarded for being like horny or a bad person. So yes. I do like wonder. I wonder what is going to happen as far as yeah, what Joe's going to do. Because to me, like, because Joe does seem like to me, he feels I didn't want to like him at first, and then he feels like the most genuinely nice guy. Yeah, but then there's all these sorts of red flags, and this is another one too that the they both would come on this show just after breaking up. And I feel like they're going to get back together again. Like, if, like he's da- like he's thirty five, and the girl he's with right now is 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 who that he's da- is twenty three. I just feel like they're going to get the, those two are going to get Kendall and Joe are going to get back together. Weiger, I how do you feel it. about it? How do you feel about it? You have to see it. You have to I see it. See Weiger, it. Yeah. talk to us. What do you think is going to happen? So they so they're obviously the strongest couple. And yeah. I, I honestly, even when I saw Kendall walking down and I heard people, oh, it's Kendall. I was like, they're going to be fine. She's not going to disrupt anything. And then when she said, hey, butthead, which is clearly like an inside joke or like what their yeah. pet name was for each other. I was like, oh, that was like when, you know, that was like a, a cruise missile strike on the presidential palace yes. at the start of a war. Yes. Like it's it's like that was such a, a like I'm getting right to the heart of this. I'm letting you know that that I still care about you and that we had a connection that you don't have yet with this person. And so I was like, mm. oh, shit, they might be in trouble. And she looked hot. She did look good. She looked good. Um, I also I, I'm going to take points away from Joe because right before this, he called himself the Joester, which I, I think was like I think that was a thing of him being like concerned about his name being Joe. And so he went right. with Joester and Joester just doesn't work. Yeah, I Did have he to also refer to himself as like the grocery man or something. Yeah, yeah, because he, he was grocery store Joe because he owned grocery stores. So he was known as grocery store Joe within the franchise. I just uh, OK. Overall, do you think. Uh, yes or no answers. Do you think Joe is going to leave Serena for Kendall? Tana. Who is he going to pick? Kendall or Serena? 
I hope he picks Serena because there's something about Kendall. That butthead comment really just annoyed I didn't, me. I didn't like Get that. Get out of here. Y'all broke up. You can't call him butthead just to like claim your territory. I didn't care. <laughs> so, but who do you think he's going to Chicago, Kendall. Who is he going to pick? Oh, no. My heart. Uh, Come I on, Tana. Clock's ticking. I want it to be Serena so bad. All right, you got a, I got a heart out, so make your pick. What's your pick? I'm saying Serena for my soul. Okay, Mary Lynn, who's it going to be? I mean, the way he responded to Hey Butthead, he's like, hi, as if they just spoke yesterday. They're getting back together. So you think Kendall. Katie? I definitely think Kendall. <gasps> yeah, I think they're going to get back together. Weiger? I think Serena is sadly going to get her heart broken. I I want them to work out, but Kendall. Mitch? 100% Kendall. And I got to say quickly, just on top of the quick pick of the the production guy coming in, which was a great little like glimpse of that. We also got a quick little glimpse of all the guys working out on the beach right before this, which I thought was kind of like the sec. Did you guys see that? I loved it. I loved it. It was great. It was a great little insight, but he's going to, he's going to break. He's going to break. Uh, he's going to break her heart. He's going to go Kendall. It's, 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 it's fucked. I'm going to say he's, he is going to break her heart. He's going to go Kendall. Um, you guys, we love when you, before we get to Twitter of the week, we love when you give us your reviews. Here's some awesome reviews that we got. Five stars from Finn McCoo McFly. Sorry, Finn McCool McFly. Love it. Found this amazing podcast after your appearances on Doughboys, and I couldn't be happier. And then you had the Doughboys on Will You Accept This Rose like I did today, and it was the crossover pod I never knew I needed. Arden is always a delight and has the best guests. Thank you to the production team for your hard work and diligence. Keep them coming. Katie and Anna, don't you love all the shout-outs that you guys get? I love it. It's what I live for. Katie, do you love it? I sure, I sure do. I love it so much. I feel it feels so nice. So we got a nice review from somebody. I can't find it, but I know that somebody was upset that I cut people off. You know, I'm sure that is true. And in my excitement, I do do that. I will say, oh, they were saying they wanted to hear more. I think of what Jerry had to say. Um, Particularly, I know when the when we have like five guests on at a time. So if there's sometimes up to like seven or eight people on the podcast, I just I try to throw to everybody, and I try, you know, I just have to. The podcasts are already two hours long, so if what seems, and I'm sure there's times where I do just rudely cut people off, but if it seems like I'm not giving people a chance, it's often just because we have a really full, a really full slate, and a lot of people that are passionate about it, and like already it runs long. So I just want you to know I try to be mindful of that, but it's hard to conduct so many amazing instruments in the orchestra and still land the plane somewhat on time. Anna, Katie, any thoughts on that? Yeah, it's a lot over Zoom. It's tough to regulate everything. Yeah. And it's tough with a lot of people at once. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really hard over Zoom and, you know, we're we're doing our best over here, but you know, sometimes we all just get really excited and we have things to say. And there's a lot I mean, it's 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 a, it's, it's so funny how passionate people get. <laughs> I love it. Um well, you guys, thank you and let's go do tweet of the week. Will you guys help us pick a tweet of the week? 
Of course. Of course. Okay, if you want to participate, you um, you will tweet to myself and Anna Hosnier by midnight Pacific time the night that the show airs, so it's Monday or Tuesday, uh, ha- to tag us at Arden Marine, M-Y-R-I-N, or Anna Hosnier, H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H, and do hashtag W-Y-A-T-R. Here are what's in the running for Tweet of the Week. Uh, we're going to narrow it down to two, and then we'll pick the winner. Justin Paul Spade, he's he's new to the, the tweeting, and he's coming in hot. This guy has three wins already. At Justin Spade, Riley totally stole them lyrics from Connor's unguarded ukulele case. <laughs> <laughs> we have Alexis back in human form at ABC Madsen. Tajwan just left so she could reunite with her true love. Air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is from Seth Saliva Slurp Vat at Basebone One. Oh, hi, Becca. I got you this Pandora bracelet that says Tammy on it. (laughs) 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 Um, This is from Justin Spade at Just Tan Spade. Taj. So if Trey just volunteers to go home, we can replace him with his uncle, right? (laughs) (laughs) This is 2.0 at Shelly 2.0. What did Neil Lane do to get demoted to FaceTime and then replaced by Party City Jewelry? (laughs) (laughs) This is from Seth Saliva Slurp Vat at Basebone One. I guess Tajwan couldn't take it and finally cried uncle. (laughs) That's good. All right. Final two. This is from Recall Ted Wheeler at Burlesque Baker. Just when you think Carl couldn't possibly have any more red flags, he busts out the palm reading. Oh, my God. We didn't discuss that. And here's the final one from The Watcher at Telly Tubbo, Connor. I did everything I could. Sweetie, you went through your puns Rolodex and dressed like a golden girl. You literally did the very least you could do. (laughs) 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 All right. What are your final two? What would you like to narrow it down to your final two? Wow. I kind of like golden girl. I like party city jewelry. I like replaced with – I like Pandora Bracelet with Tammy. I like Replace with Uncle. What are your favorite two? Yeah, I think I think Pandora Bracelet or I, I think the the uh, the Neil Lane Jeweler one. Okay, okay and then yes, the par- Party City. Okay. Party City Jewelry one. And then the last one, okay, the, the Connor one. I, yeah. All right, that, I, yes. like, I, I, liked, I liked the Connor one, but it just breaks my heart because Connor got so destroyed. We didn't really talk about how destroyed Connor got. In yeah. this All right, we'll talk yeah. about that. I just, We'll make our vote and then we'll discuss Connor. Here we go. 2.0 at Shelly 2.0. What did Neil Lane do to get demoted to FaceTime and the replaced by Party City Jewelry or the watcher at Telly Tubbo? Connor, I did everything I could. Sweetie, you went through your puns Rolodex and dressed like a golden girl. You literally did the very least you could do. (laughs) Party City Jewelry or dressed like a golden girl, Mitchell. Uh, Party City Jewelry, because I agree with it. Weiger. Yeah, Party City. I'm going to go Golden Girl. Mary Lynn. Party City Jewelry. Too funny. Okay. Okay. Dana. I'm going to go Party City Jewelry. (laughs) Okay. Katie. Party City Jewelry. 
Okay, wow. we have a winner 2.0 at Shelly 2.0. What did Neil Lane do to get demoted to FaceTime and then replaced by Party City Jewelry? Uh, before we go, yes, Connor. Let's talk about Connor. I just felt bad. I think he just got so dis- like, and it's it's one of those. This is to me is just like someone came in and vibed with the girl that he liked more and then but he just got so destroyed and was sadly playing guitar and then crying in the car on the way home he just got decimated and i feel like that's what would be like for me if i went on the show he just he was just destroyed i think he's a very sweet guy i have to say the singer songwriter thirst of it i don't fully trust that he was there to find love i do really we've seen guys like this before i i that's why i'm not fully as it's like he was so clearly mostly focused on his music that I mm-hmm. that I am like, okay, we've seen that. I feel badly for him, but he was too obvious with his musical thirst. I saw Tana yes. shaking her head. Well, I just want to say I agree with that. I think the whole like listen to my Spotify situation is a bit aggressive. And mm-hmm. also I felt that Van whatever interview at the end was his Hail Mary for Bachelor. Whoa, whoa. Oh. Yeah, I didn't. I don't buy any of it. I'm like, I didn't wow. buy. I, I, it. I don't this buy this it. show, this show tricks me left and right so much so that I'm gonna go back and watch and make sure that that parrot actually did say cockadoodle do because I'm not <laughs> sure. <anymore. laughs> well, Mitch, you've been such a great guest. What would you like to promote? The Tomorrow War with Mary Lynn Rice Cub and Mary Lynn. Do you know that you you're you're an avatar now? You can pick. You can Ooh. on. On Amazon, you can make an avatar. You can make your avatar you, Nora. Wow! Wow! Did you not know this, Mary Lynn? What would you like to promote your avatar? Yeah, I wanted to promote the avatar that I didn't know that I had. That's That's incredible. (laughs) You have an avatar, Mitch. Do you also have an avatar? I have an avatar as well. You can choose Nora Colin. Yeah, two avatars. Weiger, what would you like to promote? Uh, I'll promote Mitch's avatar and also uh, Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. It's the best. And the movie avatar. (laughs) And the movie avatar. Doughboys is the best. I love it. Anytime you need a hungry person, I am at your service. Anytime, if somebody drops out, I will last minute eat anything. You know, I am love doing your podcast. I will shamelessly promote that like Connor is promoting his musical uh, business. My uh, book, Little Miss Little Compton, is out in paperback this month. You can order it now anywhere you buy your books in case you were waiting because a hardcover was just too heavy for you. Uh, And then, of course, uh, Dr. Banana and I on our Patreon have just started F-Boy Island, and it's so fun. And Nikki Glazer is going to be on our show here next week, and maybe we can see if she'll come do Patreon to talk about it. Um, She's the host of the show. And if you have any issues getting HBO Max, email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com because we don't you to be broke uh tana katie what would you like to promote just follow me at anna hosting i love your guys' tweets thank you katie i am katie underscore money on twitter and instagram and please vote in the upcoming recall election if you live in california if you did not register uh you can register same day at your polling place which you can find at sos.ca.gov you guys are the best 
Have a very safe and fun Labor Day weekend. We will be back next week with two new podcasts. Super excited. You guys were the best. Come on. Nick Weiger, Mike Mitchell, Marilyn Rice Cub coming in hot. Our rookie of the season for the Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise season, Mary Lynn. You were so strong. Our rookies of the season for the Katie season. I love that you guys are on the ride with us. What a joy. Thank you for warming my heart. Okay, everybody. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Accept this rose into your world. Will You Accept This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.